Yo, what's going on, Cover 7 family? Welcome back to another episode of the Cover 7 with Mason Pierce podcast. And in today's episode, I'm excited to announce that I am joined by 2024 safety, Ronell Davis. Ronell, how are you doing, my guy? And welcome on to the podcast. How you doing? I'm doing great. Now, Ronell, you know, it took us a couple times to get the intro started. But, you know, before we do start talking a little bit about your recruitment and everything like that, you know, why don't you tell the audience and myself a little bit about yourself, where you're from, how you got into football, you know, some of the little details that we may not know about you. Uh, I'm I'm from Philadelphia, but I currently play football in Delaware at Middletown High School. And what really got me into football, as I say, is my mom. From, like, the age of four, she really, like, Inspires like inspired me to uh start playing football and really like get into football. I got you. That's actually kind of cool because you know some moms are always scared, like they don't want their kids getting into football, getting hurt, and everything like that. So your mom actually encouraged you to play football. Yeah, 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 definitely. She was definitely a big part of me, like starting my journey into playing football. I got you. So, uh, so Renault, if you remember, do you remember exactly when you started playing football? Yeah, I started playing football at four years old. And, I got you. Uh, Philadelphia. I got you. I got you. So you've been playing football pretty much your whole life up to this point. So so when you did first start playing football, were you always a secondary guy, receiver? You know, what was the first position that you actually started playing? My first position was actually DN. It was DN and a little bit of, like, receiver here and there. And then, like, as time went, I started playing DN, receiver, and, like, DB. I got you. I got you. So technically, I wasn't wrong about you being a defensive end, just kind of the wrong, kind of the wrong time. But uh, but no, that's that's cool, though. So, you know, originally started out playing DN and some receiver. So if you don't mind, kind of just walk us through a little bit about, I'd say, probably your middle school days and everything like that. You know, were you always on defense and offense or, you know, kind of how did all that go? Definitely like in the, the, like I say middle school, I played um, DN safety in receiver i play all three honestly it just depends on like what coverage you use and when i play the end and what coverage you use. like i always play receiver though like during middle school i always play receiver i was always bigger than everybody i got you so, that was that was that was what I, ugh, my bad i was about to ask you that because you know a lot of the guys i talked to you know they've always been kind of the taller you know bigger guys in their grade and everything like that so you were definitely one of those guys yeah I got you. So, so, but kind of, kind of backtrack a little bit. So when, you know, you said your mom encouraged you to play football and everything like that, you know, was there a reason why she wanted you to play football? Was she kind of a football fan, you know, anything like that? Uh, it was definitely because uh, like my whole family, like just played football for that team, like for the North Philadelphia Aztecs. It was like a family tradition, I guess. We all played for the same team. My dad actually played basketball for the, for the uh, basketball team. So it was. I guess it was like mandatory. Oh, I got you. I got you. It's one of those things that no matter what, you just could not escape. Pretty much. Yeah. Right. Not, I not got you. I got you. So, um, so if you don't mind, kind of tell us. So, when did you actually move from Philadelphia over to uh, Delaware? I actually moved three years ago, but I was commuting for the past two years back to Philly to go to Roman Catholic. I got you. I got you. So, what was it like, kind of, because? I you know I'm not the greatest when it comes to like geography and everything like that, but I know it's got to be definitely a decent amount of driving going back and forth from Philly to Delaware. So, kind of how did that impact you necessarily? Whether it was schoolwork and playing, it definitely impacted me a lot. Like that's why that's that's probably one of the bigger reasons why I I switched from uh Roman to uh, Middletown. The the driving was an hour and a half, and then I still had to do work and go to 
uh, practice and then come home and do homework. It was it was a lot. I got you. I got you. But, you know, you know, besides that, you know, let's talk a little bit more about, you know, football and everything like that. So if you don't mind, walk us through a little bit of your freshman year of a high school football and how that went. My freshman year, I say it was real slow. It was like probably my development year, my year that I really had to like lock down from like I didn't play a lot, but I played I played in some real big games when I when I when I was uh needed. But that was really my development stage in my career. Like my coach, Coach DJ, he really like helped me got to the next level of like how I am now. It got me to the player I am today. I ain't a lot. I got you. I got you. So your freshman year, you know, for most players, especially whether it's high school, college, or even NFL, that's kind of like you said, a development year. And for you, definitely helped your development and everything like that. So so what were some things that you took away from your freshman year that you actually used going into your sophomore year? Uh, my freshman year, I could I could barely backpedal. Like I was cause I I told you I was coming from playing DN. That's, yeah, that was I was playing DN, so I was I couldn't backpedal. I couldn't like really flip my head like that until like my coach he really like he worked with me like before and after practice and really like got grit down and gritty like with my details and everything. That's what like really separated everything, separated I me up people. I got you. So, yeah, definitely transitioning from being on the line and then going back, you know, being a safety in the secondary, especially that's a huge transition. And, you know, because definitely secondary is a lot more about technique and the fundamentals yeah. more than anything, probably more than some other like positions. So but um, so, yeah, if you don't mind, also just walk us through a little bit about how your sophomore year of high school football went, because this was a year that you started actually kind of getting recognized a little bit. Yeah, my, uh, my sophomore year. uh. A sophomore, what, I, what was that? Sophomore, I say spring is when I first picked up my offer at West Virginia. That's when, like, I guess I really, like, took off, like, skill-wise. It was, I guess, my whole offseason, my freshman offseason, going into my sophomore, I just was working. I was grinding. I was in the gym working out, like, every day, for real, for real. And then I really just took off from there. And that's when I got recognized. I started getting recognized a lot by coaches all across the country. I got you. So, Renell, how did it feel personally for you? You know, I ask everyone, but, you know, for you personally, how did it feel to be your first ever offer to come from a huge college football program like West Virginia? Nah, it was, it was like, I, I, was, I was shocked, honestly. Like, because it was, we was playing our 7-on-7 seven seven game, and, like, right after the one of our 7-on-7 seven seven games, we I got offered. Like, three of us got offered. It was uh, me and two other corners that had got offered in the same class as me, and it was, I guess, it was a great experience for all three of us. Like, I'm glad I had the, like the moment to share with all three of them. I mean, all two of them too. It was a good moment. No, that's that's cool. So you so you do play seven on seven and all that. So how do you feel that like playing seven on seven and all that during the off season and everything? How do you feel like that also helps better your recruitment and also just your fundamentals? I mean, it definitely like works on more technique than it is. It, and it's fun, like at the same time, but it definitely like like the recruitment is is it it definitely helps a lot. From like two for seven and rivals being at like a lot of our tournaments, it it helps a lot. I got you, I got you. So Renault, now that you just got your first ever Division One offer from West Virginia, you know, did some did a lot of other colleges and schools kind of start flooding in a little bit more? Because normally, you know, a lot of times when you, once you get that first offer, it seems like schools just kind of start to flood you pretty much. Yeah, yeah, definitely. A lot of schools have definitely started reaching out a lot more after I had got that offer. I've been t I've talking to a lot more schools. 
I got you. I got you. Now, if you don't mind, just talk to us a little bit about, you know, some of the like current offers that you actually hold, because I know one of them for you kind of literally hits home for you and that's Temple. So how did it feel to kind of get your home? I guess you could say your hometown school to offer you. Uh, I It was, it was definitely like, it was, I, I guess it was big coming from like my hometown school, but it was just like, it was regular too, because it's, I mean, I, it's, it's Temple honestly, but Temple is a great place, but at the same time, it's like, it's too close to home. I wouldn't like really be excited to go there. Oh, I got you. So you kind of want to, you, you kind of want to set your own, set your own legacy somewhere else. I got you. So, so, you know, you've got offers to Duke, Temple, West Virginia, but like you told me a little bit, you got some other schools interested in you right now. So if you don't mind, just let the people know a little bit about some of the other schools right now that are kind of targeting you. Um, talking to Penn State, NC State, uh, UNC, Tennessee, Coastal. There's a couple more that, that I can't even say, like, off the top of my head, but it's a lot. That, hey, that, 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 but that's huge, though, and I know Penn State definitely would be a huge school for you because, you know, they just put their starting safety, Jaquin Brisker, into the NFL. He's probably going to end up balling out. So could you possibly see yourself rocking the, the Navy and white, potentially? No, I definitely I, – I, my relationship with them is, like, real tight. So, probably – I definitely could see myself, like, rocking uh, at White, at White uh, Navy Bull. Yeah, I got you. I got you. And that's kind of a funny thing for me is, you know, I'm from Texas, been here all my whole life. But, I, you know, my uh, grandmother, she's actually from uh, Pennsylvania and all that. So, she grew up loving Penn State, Pitt, you know, Steelers, everything like that. So, but, no, definitely, I mean – you potentially, you know, you could be a stud. but And obviously, you know, you're only going into your junior year of high school. You still have a lot of football left and everything like that. So what are you doing to keep yourself kind of leveled and humbled, knowing that, you know, there's still a lot more you need to work on to get to an even bigger position than you're already at? Uh, I definitely just say, like, like don't let the offers get to my head and don't let, like, social media and everything else get to my head. I just I got one goal for, for just to compete at the next level and win a state title. So that's, like, really keep my head on I got you I got you so so Renault now that you you know you're into your junior season now you know if you don't mind how did uh week one go because I know season pretty much started for everyone last week so if you don't mind kind of walk us through your first game or your junior season uh actually in Delaware our 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 season don't start to the ninth but our first game is a it's an out-of-state game so our our first game is this Saturday oh, okay who who y'all who are y'all playing we got St. John's Oh shoot! Out of uh uh New Jersey, is it New Jersey? No, out of DC. Oh, they're DC. Yeah, Why am I, th- I was thinking of some. I was thinking of like the call, like the actual call with St. John's. Yeah, yeah. But no, so that's a, that's a huge game for y'all's first game because obviously you know they've put a ton of talent into college D one everything like that. So how are you kind of preparing yourself mentally, physically? You know, you and the team preparing to take on arguably one of the best teams in the country. No, we just treat them like any other team but we're preparing like heavily but we're definitely there's definitely a team that we can't like look past after the definitely after their loss they just lost so they're definitely gonna be hungry for a win but it's, it's all good I'm just play football I got you I got you so so Renell you know now that I didn't even realize y'all season didn't start doesn't start till uh early September because I think dang here in high school or like Texas high school football we're going into like week three now I think but but uh, but anyway, so so Renell, now that you're in your junior season, you know you've got a lot to look forward to. You know, what are some things during this upcoming season, some goals that you kind of set for yourself mentally and physically to 
you know, take your play style up to the next level? Honestly, I just, like, physically just get faster. Like, you can't never get, like, you have to always be faster than another person, honestly. I just want to get be fast, honestly. And, like, goals-wise, I say oh, I don't really have any goals. I just want to just stack offers, honestly, and get to the next level. And win a state title, that's the big part. I got it's you. A, I got you. At the end of the day. Now, now Renault, I got to ask you this, too, because, you know, you are offered by West Virginia. Are you going to be going to their game on Thursday playing Pitt? You know, they'll be in Pennsylvania. They'll be taking on, uh, you know, Pitt and everything like that. The first backyard brawl since 2011. Are you going to actually go to that game? Or, are you gonna, or do you still have school and all that you got to take care of? Thursday, probably not, because we'll probably be preparing for St. John's. But okay. I, I'm going to uh, the game next week. Oh, okay, I got you. So you will, so you will be taking not a not necessarily a visit, visit, but you'll be taking, you know, going to a game visit. Yeah, yeah definitely. I'm going there. I think the ninth. I'll be arriving. Yeah, hey. down there. And hey, that's that's what's up. That's what's up. That'll be cool because you know, definitely, Husker Stadium is one of the more unique stadiums in all of college football. The environment and everything like that's absolutely unique. You know, will you be going to any Penn State games this year? Because I know they've got a couple decent, notable ones that's going to be held. You know the whiteout games, everything like that. Are you going to be going to any of those games this year? I'm definitely going to a whiteout game this year. I went last year. The experience was was, was wild. See, that's the that's the thing I, I'm kind of jealous about with you since you live up there. You know, don't get me wrong, the environment down here is crazy. You know, nothing can really outbeat Texas football, like atmosphere wise. But I mean, just being in being you know having a hundred thousand people surrounding you, you. I mean, just so constantly into the game. That's got to be an amazing experience. Yeah, it's definitely amazing. Like you can't you you can't ever like hear yourself talk. It's definitely a good experience. That's crazy. That's crazy. So Renault, you know, I mean, you kind of have you kind of have not the world in your hands necessarily, but you definitely have the opportunity where you're this close to potentially being able to be you know four star, highly recruited type of kid. So, what are you doing personally to make sure that you know you kind of don't let that get to your head too much and kind of. Necessarily, not necessarily kill your your play on the field, but kind of just keep you down and understand that you know that can be taken away from you in a heartbeat. I honestly just think, bro. Uh, just like I just think about like my family members and like family members I lost as motivation. Like I can't like really keep like get like let all the like stars and offers get to my head and like all the like publicity and get to my head. At the end of the day, I still like my mom's still working. Like that's the goal. Like make sure she never worked and do it for like my folks that had passed away. That's what that's that's like really my motivation to just keep everything like straight on. For for like hey, absolutely, yeah. I I love to hear that though. That's I mean that's I think that's all of our goals at the end is make sure that our parents they never got to work a single day you know the rest of their lives. But uh, you know, is there anyone out there that you want to shout out? I mean. Episode's not done yet, but is there anyone you want to shout out that's been there for you? You know, whether they passed or they're still here with us. Is there anyone you want to shout out? Definitely my mom. I say my grandma too. My great great grandma. She definitely like she basically raised me while my mom was at work. Her and her husband, and definitely my coach, Coach DJ. He he got me to the point I am right now that, that I am at right now. And my very first coach, Coach Ma. I got you. I got you. Hey, you know, you know, you said you were raised by your great great grandma. I was actually raised by my grandma, so I, 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 I can understand. You know, kind of that love you got for him, always, you know, caring for you and everything like that. So shout out, grandma. I know you're listening to pretty much every single episode. So I love you. Thank you for always being there. But 
But anyway, Renault, I got a couple more questions to ask you before we, you know we do end today's episode. The first one I got to ask you, I ask everybody this question, whether it's past, present, college football, or NFL. What player do you feel like your play style most resembles and why? I say Isaiah Simmons. Okay, because, okay. Just because, like, he can play every any position on the field, and I feel like I, I can play any position on defense. I got you. I feel like Isaiah is definitely one of the more underrated guys because I mean, he literally he can he he can blitz, he can go back in coverage. You know, he's versatile. So so you feel like you got that versatile type of play style. I definitely like. I feel like I'm versatile, and as like as you said, like he can he can blitz, he can go off the edge, and he can drop back in coverage, and he's very rangy. Like it, just like we basically like the same. I got you. I got you. Now, Renell, the next question I want to ask you is, you know, right before game time. You know, right before you head out of the locker room, getting into the tunnel, what is your go-to pregame hype song and why? I say, uh, Meek Mill's "Dream of Nightmares," just because, like, they from Philly, and it just, it just turn my like. I say my savage mode on, like, it get me ready. Like, as soon as I put that song on, I just be locked in. I got you. I got you. I think I think the total now for "Dreams and Nightmares" is up to probably like sixteen or seventeen about now. But definitely, I know you being from Philly. You know, Meek Mill has definitely got to be a huge artist for you. So, I mean, don't get me wrong. That's kind of the go-to for everyone. Same for me as well. But, but no, uh, and then, you know, Renault, obviously, thank you again. One, You know, thank you again for coming on. And for everyone out there that's listening to today's episode, please make sure to go show them some love. And also, if you want to just, you know, show them some love on social media or just check them out a little bit, I will leave all of his links down below in the description of today's episode. Renault, once again, thank you for coming on again. And we definitely need to keep in touch. No, definitely.